This is your girl, Model E of the E and Friends Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another Levi weekly episode. And I am solo again tonight. You know, actually, I can get used to this solo thing. It is not a bad idea. I really love my girls and I do miss my girls, but everybody has just been so busy and I had to figure out a way to make it work for me as well. So here I am again tonight talking to you solo dolo, but before I get into the conversation tonight, I want to tell you guys about my vacation. I recently just went to Orlando um, over the past weekend and I had so much fun. We wanted our family vacation and I wanted to mention this Malibu drink. Um, we found this in the store. It's actually a little six ounce can and it's a Malibu, you know, with the coconut and it's called Fizzy Pink Lemonade. It's a sparkly pre-mixed drink and it tastes wonderful. I'm not sure if we have it here in North Carolina yet, but I'm definitely going to look to see if we do because it is good. So if you guys see the Malibu Fizzy Pink Lemonade in a little small can and it's pink, Go ahead and give it a try and shout me out and let me know if you like it or not. So tonight we are going to get into a little bit of dating. Um, We haven't talked about dating in a while, you know, relationships, and I think we need to get back to that. So we're going to talk a little bit about what men don't like to talk about in a relationship. And also social media gave me some good insights of what women don't like to talk about with their partners in a relationship. So the first thing that I want to bring up is that if a guy hates talking about what you dislike about your body, this can be a little touchy situation. And and the reason why I say that is because I see women constantly says, oh my God, I look so fat in this dress. I really hate when I hear people say that. I do not like when people say, oh, I feel so fat in this. To me, it makes me think that, you know, they are seeking attention. You know, they want somebody to say something or they really want somebody to tell them that they are fat. No, you are not fat. But in regards to men not saying anything about it is because women can be on the defense. Um, They may think that the guy is talking bad about them or, you know, it'll make them feel bad. I think in order for us as women to get the reaction that we want from men, we have to kind of say it in a different way versus saying, oh, I look fat in this dress. You will have to say, I don't feel very sexy right now. I don't, my tummy doesn't look as good in the dress as it should look. Then maybe he will be more eager to have that conversation with you because you won't be on such a defense. Another conversation that men don't like to have is about their future or the relationship between you two. Um, I'm not going to say all men, but the majority of men don't do well with communication, with talking about their feelings 
or you know anything of that nature or you know anything that becomes personal I, a lot of men have a hard time with that but if you want your your partner to start talking about the future come to him with a different approach like make it clear to him that you know you're not sleeping with anyone else um, you just want to be in a relationship with him and maybe that will get his attention and he can tell you where he's at and hopefully you guys will be on the same page. Another great point that was brought up was um, if a guy hates talking about his past relationships, this can go both ways. It may be a good thing and it may be a bad thing. Now, as a woman, if I am with the guy and he's always talking about his past relationship, I'm going to think that maybe he wants to go back over there. You know, why is he telling me everything? It is a good idea to know a little bit about the past of your, your partner, but I don't think that you have to go into great detail. Um, you don't need to tell him what position you did it in and how it make you felt or what type of noise you make. You don't need to do that. That's that's too much information. <laughs> but just kind of, you know, keep it simple. But also at the same time, you can let him be aware, aware of what you did not like in that past um, relationship. And maybe that would get him to open up himself. Another one that I like was um, if he does not like talking about his goals in life. Now, this goes back to what I said earlier about men don't really do the communication thing too well. Most men, a lot of men are personal. Um, a lot of men don't know how to start these conversations with women. Um, for the fact that they may be in one place in the relationship and the woman may be in another place. You know, a man, a man wants to be sure. He wants to make sure that he has the right person. But in regards to talking about the goals, you can play it safe and ask him, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What drives you? Instead of busting out and saying, okay, what are your goals in life? We need to have a five-year plan. We need to have the, a 25-year plan. See, you're starting off the relationship wrong. You have to take it easy. Both men and women are different types of creatures. So you kind of have to learn to roll with the punches and figure out what's best. And it all goes back to that communication. Okay, guys. Oh my God, this is a good one. If he hates talking about the reason he is still single. Okay, so you met this guy. He's cute. He seems like a teddy bear and he's just perfect. Why don't he have anyone? Why is he still single? What's wrong with him? Okay, don't come out and ask him. Okay, you are almost 40 years old and why are you still single? Don't come out asking that. A lot of men are not comfortable talking about their past relationship or maybe something happened within that relationship that they just not comfortable with and actually don't want to bring that up. Um, you should let the past stay in the past. Instead, you should actually turn a question to a compliment. Men love compliments too. What I would say is, man, you are a nice catch. 
you are cute you are handsome you talk real nice and your teeth look good why you don't have nobody boo and then you know what he's gonna do he's gonna smile and he's gonna go into the script of why he is single and the reason why he's single is he's probably waiting on you honey you might just need to go ahead and shoot your shot okay it's another great one that i saw is guys may hate talking about moving in together so this right here is great because i, I know a lot of people live with their partners um you know before marriage and honey nobody really gets married anymore um first to actually be real um i know i haven't um i always say i want to test drive the car before i buy it sort of speak but yeah like a man probably don't want to talk about moving in together because that is a very it's a very 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 big deal you know now you go and you move with someone that means you're sharing space is no more of you leaving coming back whenever you want to there's someone simply stating hey where are you going do you know what time you're you're going to be back you know it's it's a partnership it's a relationship it's no more just you it's us so kind of ease them into that conversation you know let them know that or make them feel that they would want to live with you and let's get into marriage and kids that's a whole nother different category um a lot of men don't like to talk about marriage and a lot of men don't like to talk about having babies because that's another big responsibility i have two kids i had one kid and then I turn around five years later, I turn around and had another one. And I see the difference. And it's very hard if you don't have a village helping you raise in those kids. Okay, let's so let's get back on topic here because my mind is racing 100 miles per hour. Now, we know that it's hard for a guy to talk about marriage and kids. So let's not ambush the man and say, when are we getting married? When are we having kids? you may find yourself not being married for a very long time you did all right guys so let's get into the fun part so i asked some of the women on social media uh, from my facebook page asking them what are some conversations that women don't like to talk about in their relationship and i had a lot of great answers um, I had got these in a very short amount of time and um, I'll make sure and I shout everybody out so everyone can know who you are. Um, Joanna says women don't like to talk about their sex life. That is true. A lot of women do not like to talk about their sex life. Uh, a lot of women is not comfortable um, with their sexuality with sex. Um, I've, I've actually had a few people to tell me I don't like talking about sex uh, to anyone because I don't feel comfortable doing it and it's okay everybody is not comfortable um, everybody's not as blatant as some folks um, I'm one of the people that I don't mind talking about sex um, if you ask me a question I'm on it I'm here let's go I don't mind talking about it because it's nothing but a thing to me but for a lot of people it's hard for a lot of people to talk about their sex life 
Um, Amira says women don't like to talk about how their spouse should treat them. And I think what she's trying to say is that women sometimes, I guess some women goes with the flow. They don't want to, what's the word that I'm looking for? Start a fire <laughs> with their significant other of how they should be treated. But you know what, in reality, you should start a fire because as a woman and as a woman of that relationship, you should be happy. You should be able to get what you want. You should be able to be treated the way that you deserve to be treated. And that conversation should be on point. We should be able to talk about that. Um, another great one is uh, Crystal says women don't like to talk about their male friends, which is true. And like I said earlier, it's some things you say and it's some other things you don't say because some women can have a male friend, but are they really a friend? Do your partner know about that friend? If you, uh, 99.9%, if your partner does not know that you have a male friend, uh, that I think that means you're hiding something. So ladies, make sure you be careful. Uh, my girl Kiva says, other men, women don't like to talk about other men. Depending on what aspect Kiva is talking about, you probably don't want to talk about other men in your relationship with your current. <laughs> um, Heavy says, things that a woman, they personally need to improve on. Okay, um, women, don't, women don't want to talk about things as women they personally need to improve on. I, I can see this. Um, a, a lot of women don't like to point out things that need to be fixed within themselves. Um, a lot of women have self-esteem issues and just think that they don't do anything wrong. You know, in reality, and I can say this about my husband, he really knows how to talk. He really knows how to make me feel good. I would say he's one of those persons definitely that I can go to and have a conversation with if I'm feeling bad or if I'm feeling down, if I don't feel totally confident in, in the area, I can really come to him and he can make me see a whole totally new different side. And that's the reason why I love him. A lot of men can't do that. I've read and I've heard stories about men who just don't know how to communicate with their women. Anna says, hi, Anna. Thank you for responding. So Anna says, women don't like to talk about political issues. Well, that is definitely true for me because two things I don't do. I don't do politics and I don't do religion. Those are something that I don't argue back and forth with people. You know why? Because those things touch the heart. And I don't want nothing touching my heart. Or shall I say, I don't want nothing damaging my heart. <laughs> So political and religion mm -mm, doesn't roll over here with me. So, uh-oh, we have a guy. We have LaShawn, and he says, women don't like to talk about how they know they have a friend that is really not a friend to them. <coughs> you can say that again. Next. Emerald Glaciers, hey girl, says, how many partners they've each had? 
is the past. Yeah. But but you know what? Men can say how many women they've been with and it's not a problem. But if a woman comes out and say that she been with 45 men, you know that woman is looked at different, right? Yeah. Y'all ponder on that. Hey, Yvonne. So Yvonne says women don't want to talk about bad sex. Honey, you is correct. Let me see if I had any bad sex moments. I've never had a bad sex moment, but I did do something that was kind of embarrassing during sex. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell y'all. Y'all going to have to listen to past episodes because I know I said something about it. Like I said, I'm not afraid to talk about sex. So I'm sure I mentioned it in the past episodes. Hello? Hello? Hey, it's still me, Model E. It's just time to pay them bills. Make sure you go and check out my sponsor, Poppy Apparel, at www.poppyapparel.com. And as you check out, you can save 10% on me. Put in my promo code, E and Friends. That's E A N D, Friends, and save 10% now. So go shop. Also, make sure you continue to follow me on social media on Instagram at E and Friends Pod, on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. All right, and we're back. So now it is time for some E news. You know, I try to give you guys a little bit of news, stuff that I found hilarious or stuff that I just found not sensible. So once again, let's talk about Florida, my favorite spot. But once again, Florida always doing something crazy. So this happened earlier this week or last week. This 43-year-old man tries to pawn his seven-month-old infant son at a jewelry and pawn loan store out in Sarasota, Florida. Ah, now, let's see. So this was a prank that actually went wrong. Uh, Like I said, he was 43 years old, and he asked the clerk to, you know, that he wanted to pawn the baby. But of course, the clerk didn't find it funny. He wasn't having that. He called the police and he released a video. And so the dad found that his video went viral and noticed that the the police was looking for him. So he went and he told them that it was a prank. And I think he actually um, was doing something online. I think he does like comic videos, you know, just to get that popularity stuff that everybody's doing now. And, um, so he went into this pawn shop, you know, hoping to get some amusement out of people, but unfortunately it did not work. (laughs) It didn't work in his favor. Um, the baby was seven and a half months old and he was asking him, he said, you know, no one under 18 in here, but he's barely used seven and a half months old. What do you think he's worth? Now me consider myself a good Samaritan. Um, a, a good citizen. I wouldn't have quite found this incident funny as well. Um, the police also stated that he put a lot of resources, you know, time and money into the investigation of finding the father. So when the father finally did went down to the station, um, he was very apologetic. Uh, uh, I can't talk tonight. He was very apologetic and he said that he was a single dad and he also stated that there's nothing in the world that he would trade for his son. He is my world, nor any money is worth him. 
Um, luckily for the father, um, he wasn't charged or anything of that nature. Um, it was just a prank that simply went wrong. Um, me personally, I probably wouldn't have done that with my baby, you know, consider, um, there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world with, you know, kidnapping and stuff of that nature. I just wouldn't, you know, risk it and take that chance. So he was very lucky to get off the way that he did. Um, another e-news I have is, um, that's been swirling around the internet and actually sparked up a very good debate. Um, this was this woman, I believe that she was out in the UK. She's a stay at home mom and she was asking if it is reasonable to expect her husband to pay her a monthly salary for staying at home, keeping their son. Um, and she wanted to take the money and spend it on clothes, you know, and going out with friends. Now, before everybody started getting their panties in a bunch, um, let's just go and tell the backstory of what happened. So the couple agreed that the mom would stay at home because they thought that, you know, it made sense because she only earned about one eighth of the husband's salary. And she said that her husband is very frugal. You know, he's very careful about his money and he doesn't like to have any extra money going out. Now, um, in my opinion, I think a man should give a woman a little bit of money you know, she's not working. She used to work for herself. So it's not like she, you know, just sitting at home, not doing anything. She has had a job herself, but it just made more sense for her to stay home with her one and a half year old. And in which I, I believe that because when I had my first child, I stayed home for a whole year and it just made sense instead of going out and paying expensive daycare or finding a nanny, it was just more sensible for me to stay home. Now, with me have already been working and been getting my own income, having the freedom to do what I want to do, buy what I want to buy, go, you know, where I want to go to all of a sudden not have any type of income on my own to depending on someone to always pay the bills, but don't want to give out anything extra. Um, Fortunately, I haven't went through that. My husband is great with giving me money, even though I may not need it, but he always puts something in my hand or he's always buying me something. And a, a woman wants to, you know, just, just feel appreciated, you know, just a way of saying thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um, so they had that arrangement and it worked out fine. But this is the thing. She went and talked to, what was it, her sister? I believe it was her sister. Um, her sister is also a stay-at-home mom. And the sister husband gives her a certain amount of money, um, you know, to stay home and keep the child for keeping up the house and the child care. And I think that the sister gets about, well, they say 27 hundred pounds which equals what three thousand four hundred and seventeen dollars and thirty five cents to be exact a month now of course if i hear my sister is 
getting paid all this money to stay home okay why am i not getting anything i think i should be entitled to something too so of course you know it was a lot of rumors <laughs> saying that well okay well how does her sister look how does she look you know just kind of make it of a sexual thing you know they're trying to say that maybe she looks like an actual stay-at-home mom or what they called a soccer mom and the sister probably is very fly very sexy you know that's why she get money but we we can't go by that we don't know that <laughs> but but yes but mom was only asking for um what i think it was like over a hundred dollars um that she would have to ask him for it um if, if, if she wanted to get something and it cost over a hundred dollars she would have to go and consult him about it you know she said that he was very frugal so she put this post out and it blew up a whole lot and um you know she just thought that you know maybe she you know want to feel a little special and she want to take the money she want to go and buy something for the kids like clothes and stuff i can understand that a woman wants to feel special i don't care if i have five dollars in my pocket i'm good I'm happy with that five dollars. You know why? Because I got something in my pocket. A woman just want to have something in her pocket. And I'm old school a little bit. I've been raised by old folks, and I've seen my grandfather bring his check home to my grandmother. She took the money and she paid the bills. He kept a little bit to himself. I mean, I, I mean frankly that can't happen now i don't want that responsibility I, I don't want a man bringing me his whole check no you can keep your check but just give me something out of it or buy me something sometime make me feel appreciated you know although i am here all day i'm taking care of our kids you know the least you can do is put a little something in my hand so i actually kind of feel this woman but I hope that they work things out and um, let me know what you guys think. Um, do you think that he should be able to give her a little allowance um, a month for being home, especially if he can afford it? Um, from reading this, it looks like he can afford it, that he makes pretty good money. You know, he has a lot of investments and stuff and, and he's very careful with his money. So um, I'm sure he can handle it. Um, I think they probably just need to communicate he probably don't understand the process. You know, uh, a man don't know a woman and a woman don't know a man. We have to talk to each other and understand each other. So I really thought that was a good e-news to read with you guys, but let me know what are your thoughts. All right, so let's get into some social media interaction time. I don't think I've done a social media interaction in a while. So I was happy when I put this up that I had got a lot of great quick responses. So my question was, do you pay yourself first before paying bills? How much do you set aside and where do you put it? For example, under your mattress, like in the beginning, ladies, in your bra, in a jar, or a bank account. And I don't know how this subject came up. I think it's just a needed conversation, you know, to talk about money and finances. And I had a lot of great responses. Um, oh, Yvonne is back again. Yvonne said, 
she have a bank that's like 20 minutes away so she won't be tempted to go and plus she does not have a card access and at least $100 sometimes or more that she puts into the account that is a great idea go and get a bank that's not within your eyesight that's not a bad idea out of mind out of sight yes Haley again hey Haley Haley says pay yourself question mark question mark in what country but nope bills automatically set aside then whatever is left I just keep in my bank I feel you on that I do that too um, but I do have a certain amount of money coming out of my um, my deduction going into my savings account um, so but definitely the bills get the, the safe so most of the time um, hi Christina Christina says Dave Ramsey she said establish a $1,000 emergency fund then pay off all debt at that point you can up your savings game got to get rid of the debt which is so true um, Dave Ramsey does have a lot of good things to say um, you know he has books he does seminars and you can read free literature online um, another person that I like is Suze Orman she's been around for a while and she just gives you the real um, so definitely having an emergency emergency fund is very important thank you Christina um, Tanisha says nope bills get paid first and she had this app called digit and she said it helped her out with her savings um i've never heard of digit um but i do have mint and it's, it's mint.com and it's a budgeting system and you put in all your bills you put the price of your bills how much you spend and it gives you a budget of what you need to spend on each of those categories it's a it's a very good thing um the only thing you have to do though is make sure that you put all of your accounts like all of your credit cards um everything that has an account you have to put it in there and it'll track it for you and, and for the most part it does pretty good um tanisha i do need to go ahead and check out that digit i, I haven't heard of that i got my girl brit brit in the building brit says pay the bills first unless it's the lenient week for the lenient bills aka if that's your check where you got most of your money <laughs> she says she pays bills first but she pay herself afterwards and she goes into saying however being single with children and maintaining my home it ain't gazillions left but i am able to live afterwards and that's all what matters as long as you're able to pay your bills and live afterwards and everything is fine i know a lot of us including myself i would love to have lots of money left over after i pay bills but i'm going to pay these bills first thank you brits and uh, I think that was everybody who commented. Thank you. And that is going to conclude the Eating Friends podcast tonight. One other thing before I go, um, I want you guys to make sure that you check out my blog. Um, I haven't been writing like I should. I've been having a little writer's blog. It's just been a lot going on. But definitely go and check out Erica Letters. It's www.ericaletters.blogspot.com. 
Um, go ahead and read and see what I have to say. Normally, it's in relation to the podcast topic. Um, share it out. Tell a friend. And thank you for being a part of the Ian Friends Podcast. Until next time, guys. Bye.